This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952. Weekend sports with a difference. So I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. I'll start. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. Will you stop your damn sniveling, son? Buck up, Bart. Up. On ESPN Sports Radio 1080, The Fan. All right, so we've made the executive decision. I think so. I think it's time. Go ahead. As much as this is uh, classic, for us at least. It's definitely throwback. And as much as it makes us feel quite good and energetic, it is time to switch the song in the open. I agree. From Turn Down For What to Blank. Now, that blank is up to you in part. You, the listener, not you, Rashad. Oh, I was going to say, you don't want to leave it up to me. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll also throw our, our suggestions into the hat because I've got a couple that, I, that I've heard recently. That I'm like, oh, that could, be a good, that could be a good open song. But if you have any that you think we should play as uh, underneath our open, feel free to text them to the Bridgeport Pierce text line at 55305, Oregon's original craft brewery, and we will take them into consideration. Um, the key here is it has to be a similar sounding song, not sounding, but similar vibe to Turn Down For What. Well, It's got to lead into the show with some energy. Yeah, I was going to say that has to be the vibe. It doesn't have to be like a... It doesn't have to be like techno rap. Yeah, but it, it has to be something that at 8.57 in the morning or when whenever the show starts that we're able to kind of wake up a little bit. So I think that's definitely key. Yeah, because that that song, although in the beginning was ex- extremely pump uppy, uh, it's been there for a year or two now, and uh, you know it's not exactly as exciting anymore. You know, I I didn't I I I admit I forgot my coffee this morning. I always we we brew coffee at our house, and I pour myself a to go cup, and I bring it with me, and it helps get me kicked into gear for the show. And today, I forgot it. I left it sitting on the counter right next to the front door, which I have done in the past. And it's brutal. See, if you just don't drink coffee like me, then you never forget your coffee. Got this good old bottle of water. That's all. That's all a player needs. Our first suggestion is Songy McSong Face. So, which one? Exactly. Yeah, that's a great one. I'll look it up. Songy McSong Face. I'm glad that we. uh, I mean, real mature. Bravo, bravo. (laughs) No, look, Bodie McBoatface is freaking hilarious. So, thank you for suggesting Songy McSong Face. There actually might be one that exists out there on the internet because. Probably. Well, it's the internet. Probably. Um, but send those through. We'll remind you guys uh, throughout the show to, to send us your suggestions, and we'll write some of them down. Um, did you see how stupid hot it's going to be here this week? Have you have you seen? Are, are, are you mad? Are you mad about that? You don't like that. I hate it. Why? Because it's... 
I don't have air conditioning, Rashad. Man, what, Lynch, like it's been like two years, bro. Like it's, it's time to get it's time to get my AC. apartment doesn't have AC. I have AC in the bedroom, and we will put it on, and guess what? It barely fights this stupid heat. It'll it'll stay like twenty degrees warmer than the AC temperature because of how hot it is outside. Have you I mean have you literally seen the temperature it's gonna be? I have. I know one of these a couple of these days it's gonna be like a hundred and 106, 107, 110. something like that. When? The ice check checked it yesterday. It's down to 109 now. All right. I've yeah. seen 99 anywhere. Tuesday, 107 Wednesday, 109 Thursday, okay. 104 well, okay. Friday. What site are Two you things. looking at? Because I've literally. Weather channel. What? Weather channel. No, see, I, I've seen any a bunch where like locally here in Portland, they're, they're saying, hey, it's mostly going to be in the 90s a couple days over 100. And I don't think they're reporting 110. Listen, if it is 100, if it's 100. KGW is. You, I, I, I'm seeing all the posts on my Facebook feed and I'm seeing like 104 of, of the screenshots. It's 100. It's all good. Get near the the your nearest water i don't know i i just yeah, i this just this there's brings a difference the between biggest, 90 and 110 i don't know this man, brings the it. biggest baby out of lynch man i mean i don't <laughs> like it to be that hot 110 degrees are yeah, you man, kidding listen, me listen listen it snowed in february and march and stayed on the ground and got potholes from it like yeah that was this fine. weather will be gone in a month and a half and we won't have it no more like just I get it. There's going to be a couple hot days. I will take this hot weather. Guess what? That snow and ice and crap and all that stuff that happened, it shut my party down and shut everybody's party down. Nobody yeah. could move. I'm functioning in this stuff. So it's okay. It's 105. That means I'll I'll wear a tank top that day. Hey, go, you you know, know, go out and see a movie or something in the middle of the day. Not to mention most of the day you're sitting in, you know, I mean. It'll the, be work days, which is nice. Yeah, you'll be in here. It's but, air conditioned. I mean, God, I, I'm not kidding when I say my AC doesn't fight it. Like, my AC unit, it's a good AC unit. It'll stay, like, 77, 78, 80. And it's like, we have it set at 63, and oh, it's at 80 degrees. Oh, my. He's complaining about 80 degrees in his apartment. 80 degrees. Yes. Super hot. That's hot, dude. Are it's you kidding? totally Spot. fine, my man. My apartment is 60. Yeah, I keep my apartment at 63 <laughs> if I can year-round. It oh better be that Lord. cold. Oh well, my! I mean, Lord. that that's, might be, but still, you can still. That's get out why there. Jesse thinks I'm a baby because he keeps so, wait, his house Lynch, warm. So wait, have you ever have you been floating or any of that stuff? You no. Know? Well, there you go. That's what you do. You and wait, your, it's still hot out. You and your beautiful wife get out there and go get in the river somewhere, or you know. Yeah, and, you still and, got a couple hours after uh, after prime time. Absolutely. Sun doesn't go down till almost ten. You guys, you guys are silly. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like I'm not the crazy one here. I feel like this heat is intense, and you're not taking it hey, seriously. They got a I new swimming Ve hole down on the on the Willamette, just down the road. Listen, I lived in Vegas for for four and a half years. Define swimming hole. Like, well, they like a little like section. Portland made a beach, like oh. a little beach down. There. I think they actually brought in sand from the ocean. It's like a little. So we get to swim in the poop filled Willamette. Yes. That yes, sounds, you do, but Portland just great. did this a couple weeks ago. Wouldn't recommend that one, but <laughs> there's a lot of other rivers and stuff I would hop in that aren't named the Willamette. I'm just saying, Portland's saying it's okay. They just opened a, a swimming hole beach right down, I mean, literally a couple blocks that way. How how warm do you keep your apartment, Jesse? Or house? House. Um, the house, it it's sets around 75 most of the summer. That's an abomination of you. It's so hot. 
not that bad. And to to eat to each his own. I know. I'm not like I'm not judging. But, that's if you're comfortable in that, that's great. But like I said, I lived in Vegas for for four and a half years. So this hundred and five or whatever, this I'll yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll, I go I, to I, Vegas I, and I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Mm. But how do you how do you sleep? I guess is my question because like I I sleep warm. So if it's warm in the room, I'm just drenched in sweat all the time. Well, that's I why mean, I have it blasting cold in our bedroom. I, yeah. All I do is if it's really warm, I just don't sleep under a blanket and it's really comfy. I sleep nude with the fan on. With no blanket? So, yeah. Wow, I can't do that. I mean I mean it's just like not comfortable. I gotta got I gotta have something on me. Sometimes I'll I mean, this year it hasn't gotten so hot that I don't need the blanket. Like I I've, I've been under the comforter every every night this year, so Poets Beach. The texter is saying it's called Poets Beach, the one that you're talking about. It's actually quite nice, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you don't mind getting the poop filled with it. Poets Beach, Portland. Let's go ahead and Google it and see where this thing is. I don't know where this is. I'm out there. I actually went floating yesterday. On the, I've been floating like every week. for. Going to have to get a permit for that soon. You have what? a permit for everything. What, really? What you, or is that, is that a real <laughs> I thing? Uh, I, I think they've been talking about trying to get permits. You know, selling permits for people Damn using it. the rivers yeah. and stuff. Oh, it's down. It's up. It's up a little bit from uh, from us over by like where the uh, McCormick Inch Mix is down on the waterfront. Okay, yeah, that's, that's where what I'm the saying. beach it's just, is. Just I thought it was bit. the other way, but yeah, it's uh, just just here on on the so, southish waterfront area. That sounds nice, man. Yeah, it's, it's that's where you, that's definitely where you should be. You know, it's right around some water. It'll be seven by the time you get off of prime time. It hasn't killed anybody yet, Lynch. I'm just saying. Well, not yet. If you're that hot, it hasn't killed degrees. anybody. It's right there. It's <laughs> right there. Maybe somebody does die this time, and we got to be a little more careful, okay? Maybe all the buildings, maybe Oregon needs mandatory air conditioning. How about that? Maybe it's not the dirtiest river this side of the Mississippi anymore. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe that maybe used is. to be the dirtiest river <laughs> no, this side of the Mississippi. No, it's still the dirtiest river. No, it's still. That, yeah, this texture says you could always stay at a hotel too. Like if your if your apartment doesn't get cool, you can always just go book a room for a night or two. Which is, trust me, cropped up in my head as an idea. It's definitely rich people stuff. I might I might go stay in a hotel for a night or two if our apartment cannot <laughs> handle the heat. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that texture must be paid. I'm not mad at you. Um, all right, so coming up on the show today, we will react to Pac-12 Media Day a little bit. We got some audio from Gary Anderson and Willie Taggart we're going to play and uh, kind of talk a little bit about the vibe that we got from the Beavs and the Ducks from Pac-12 Media Day. That's coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, also, the new Blazers jerseys, at least half of them were released, so we'll talk about that as well. Uh, we may as well also get to the UFC fight. I know Rashad wants to talk about that from last night. Um and we'll also continue our divisional previews because the season is now, what, six weeks away? Indeed. Which is mind-blowing. And uh, so we will do the NFC East today. We did the AFC East last week. We'll do the NFC East today. One of the more interesting divisions in football because every team is fairly even with each other. And uh, really, any year, any team can win this division. So it's a pretty interesting one. So we'll talk about that coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. We will also have Hate It or Love It, which we do every single week at 1030. Yes, it is a competition. Uh, and yes, the winner gets to host our two minutes of a last segment because we always go long because we're competing with each other and we can't help it. So that's all coming up on the show. Text the Bridgeport Beers text line to 55305. Remember, send in song recommendations for our open as we'll be switching that here in the very, very near future. And we'll write down some of the best uh, suggestions and we'll listen to them and decide the fate of the song. Because this is your show. This is the people's show. Yeah. Yeah. We, we want you to feel involved. The people's show. Absolutely. That could be the nickname. That could be the nickname. The people's show. Hosted by the People's Champs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Could be Although one each... of those shows that just has a bunch of nicknames, kind of like one of those like really cool fighters that's like they when they introduce them and they just introduce these all these different nicknames that they've gotten over their John career. John Smith, a.k.a. The Hammer, a.k.a. Yeah. The like Babe Mom's Ruth. Moms. Like Babe Ruth. Because we've, right. I mean, I know we've talked I about said Mom's Moms. changing sure. it to like, you know, Championship <laughs> Sunday so we could just have all these different sub sub names because we're that good. I agree. We could the do that. People's Show. Well, didn't we say we were Championship Sunday at one point because we won our fantasy leagues or something? Yeah. 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 All three of us have won. It, we've ran three fantasy leagues in two years, and we have all three won run oh, those leagues. And that reminds me, by the way, the Dirt and Sprague fantasy football thing is back. Uh-oh. It's coming in, I want to say August 23rd. I'll double check that. But uh, it's coming up in a Wednesday in the near future, and we will be having either one or two leagues again. So keep that in mind, and we'll start announcing uh, – Announcing that when we get more details and uh, we can uh, build our teams like we normally do. So that's all coming up on the show. But coming up next, let's uh, do a quick reaction to the Blazers jerseys as they got released on Saturday or yesterday on Saturday. And uh, I like them a lot. Rashad, mm, okay, not so much. We'll tell you how we feel next on The Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Keep the text coming in on the Bridgeport Beers text line at 55305 for song ideas for the open to our show as we are going to be getting rid of Turn Down for What here very shortly. Which is sad, but still. Well, you know, it, it had to happen. It's the genesis for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was super excited that first day I heard Turn Down for What. I know, me too. That's why I picked it. The show's been uh, around for a while, though. It's time for uh, just... Now, are we changing... A little upgrade. System of a Down in hour number two? Uh, Probably should. I, I guess. Wait, so that just means we just need whole new... We need whole new liners and all type of stuff. Mm. And, but I like my line. I do too. <laughs> I do too. But I'm sure I like your your bed is a car. Yeah. It's yeah, but a it's a sweet, sweet car. car. You know, uh, I, I think in, it may be time to. We can still keep them like for old school reasons. If like we want to do like a throwback show. <laughs> like one day we just p- yeah. play the old open. Yeah. Well, every once in a while we'll do something like, oh, let's throw in the fantasy scramble. So that I mean that would make sense. Yeah. You know, a little throwback let's, show. Let's yeah. go old school and we'll play the old. You know, that'll be good. That could be our thing. We can go retro some days. Uh, so have you seen the new Blazers jerseys? They got announced, or at least half of them, got announced yesterday at the Blazers three-on-three basketball tournament event thing that they do every year. And uh, the association version and the icon version, as Nike is now calling them because they're getting rid of the home away jerseys, have been released. And for those who have missed it, each team's going to have four jerseys. Uh, I forget the names of all of them, but there's the association and icon ones, which are essentially home away jerseys, quote unquote. And then there's going to be one that's picked by the fans and one that's picked by the players as like, or at least ideals will be taken from them. Don't screw this up fans. And they will no, there will no longer be a home white. Each team will get to choose which Jersey is their home Jersey out of all four of them. And then the away team coming in gets to pick any of the jerseys that they have that contrast the home jersey and wear them. So no longer will it be a rigid home away and occasional like Rip City sleeve jersey. Well, the sleeve jerseys will go away because it's not Adidas anymore. But um, they'll they'll no longer just be like random Rip City ones. 
Uh, there might be a Rip City jersey, but it's not just going to be random. It's going to be you can you can pick. It's a free for all almost, and uh, I kind of like that, right? I, I mean, I can take or leave the weird names they have for them. You know, I get it because they don't want it to be a home away jersey, but. Uh, I, I just like the idea of kind of complete freedom with jerseys. We've seen in college sports, especially the the jersey game has taken a huge step up, and we've seen kind of this love from fans of many different jerseys and combos and all these things that you can just kind of – it's just a cool little extra layer to your team. Yeah. So that's kind of what's happening with the new jerseys. The Blazers are probably the third or fourth team to announce their new ones. The Pacers announced theirs. Theirs look pretty sweet, by the way. I don't know if you saw those. Um Indiana Pacers is in a basketball shape on the front, like their center court logo, and it looks really cool. I think the Kings have released two of theirs as well. But the Blazers released theirs yesterday. Generally, I liked them a lot. Uh, they're very similar to the home whites and the and the road blacks from the previous years. They changed the fonts of Blazers and Portland, and they changed the name and the numbers as well, the fonts on those. Um, but beyond that, they look the same. Uh, they got the... You know, they've, they've got the cross, uh, like, diagonal line with the, the red, white, and black. And, you know, it's it's very similar looking, but it just kind of looks more modern with the more modern font, which is a very Nike thing to do. I like it. They're okay. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, not because the Blazers did anything wrong. I just think Nike, I don't want to say, just I don't think this, these jerseys are great. Like, so... <laughs> It it's just seems weird like to me. number There's, one. I'm looking it at looks the, so similar. I'm looking at them and I'm like, why they're they're kind of like, you know how when you're looking at shirts online or something like that, and there's the the men's shirt and then there's like the women's cut of it, and that's what they all look like. Like they're all, you know, kind of really slim in the in in the middle of the shirt, which is kind of going to be weird for some of our thicker people. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of, now you got to squeeze into your jersey as opposed to. Just kind of having it flow freely, which is kind of weird. And then the shorts have this weird kind of overlap part that kind of looks like skorts. You remember skorts? I don't know if you maybe you're too too young for that, but skorts, skorts? are yeah. So when Shirt girls skorts are no, really? so when girls wanted to wear skirts but still keep it classy and wear shorts, it was like a thing, and there's like a little flap that goes over, and they kind of remind me of skorts, and they're like pleated. We got pleated shorts now, so I'm. But not I'll be really, honest. though. I'm. Lo I'm looking at the shorts right now, and I'm like, man, are those pleats? <laughs> and so I'm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to trying to sting or anything, but it's just one of those things. I'm not a huge, huge fan. I think the Blazers jerseys are the, some of the most classic jerseys in all of sports. Like just red, black, and white. Like it doesn't get any more basic or simple than that. So. Are you saying think it's really hard because of the line on the side? Is that what you're saying? No, because of the the front of them. They're just kind of there's this. The, they, they look pleated like these look like pleated shorts no they don't okay well i don't think they do they i don't know that's just me i'm looking at them and i'm like they're they're okay but uh i obviously i like the the more classic uh clearly blazers well jersey. but one thing they might do is one of the other jerseys remember there's two more coming of course one of them might have more of a classic look they might bring back the the old lowercase blazers or you know you never know i, I honestly i have no earthly idea what they're going to be for me it's not necessarily the the design, like the design, is it's Portland. Like I mean, uh, I'm good with wearing a jersey that just says Portland across the front. You know, that's that's super tight. But I'm just I'm I'm talking about more of the cut of the jerseys as opposed to what they used to look like. That's the weird part for me. It's like we we want the jerseys to be tighter on on these guys, and it's like okay, cool. I guess though. So. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I, that's all I'm saying. I, the the design itself is fine. I'm not a huge fan of the font, but. 
you know, whatever. You'll get used to it too, yeah. right? Like that, that's just something that'll be, you know, it'll, it'll change. Uh, your, your opinion of it will change within like three or four weeks of seeing it. Right. Cause you just, you'll get used to it. I like them a lot. I mean, I, I'm very excited to see in general all the new jerseys. I know some of them are going to change very little, right? There's a lot of very classic brands that aren't going to want their their jerseys messed with too much. But I'm just – I love the idea that now there's not going to be all these teams with just two jerseys, right? Like they oh, can, yeah. They can pick and choose, and it's going to be different colors and, you know, unique. I'm sure the red blazer jersey is going to be back in one of the other two uh, iterations of it. I'm very curious about what the fourth one's going to be, if it's going to be like a gray, silver because that was a blazer color for a while, uh, or at least part of the color scheme, uh, or if it's just going to be another white or a black, you know, or if it's going to be Rip City on the, the jersey. <clears throat> I want the red back. Well, like, you want you want two reds? Because I guarantee there's already going to be a red. I guarantee it. I, I hope so. Like, I mean, I, I really like that old red with the um, the the lowercase Hell, even blazers. The new, even the new one was great. Yeah. I love. I liked the new one a lot. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're definitely dope. But I think the the classic Drexler kind of style with the with the lowercase blazers across the across the front. I think that's super cool. So if there's anyone that we could see, I wish it could be that one. If you could change any team's jersey in the NBA completely, like what's your least favorite jersey? What 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 would be the one that you would change? Um least favorite jersey in the nba because the nba jerseys i think are actually pretty good um generally i think they're pretty pretty sleek looking uh i like i like some of this the style choices but like who when the blazers play like blank team who you're just like why are they wearing those hmm why are they wearing those uh what are those uh wasn't a big fan at first of um the new orleans jerseys pelicans jerseys i could i could probably do without um the pelicans um you know that's probably the, best the old school detroit jerseys um the ones with like the, the actual piston on the front and oh the, yeah I, oh I old school those. yeah i'm talking current though i don't i, I don't think know. it's the, i think it's the pelicans i think you're right yeah i, I think, think their the, whole <laughs> the whole thing they're going with there of a being a pelican and b having that baby as a mascot the cake baby which is just horrifying i don't i don't love their jerseys either i think the timberwolves just that that just that minnesota across the front it's just kind of i don't know there's there's a couple of them that are kind of weak but for the most part what about like out of the classics what's your least favorite classic jersey like knicks lakers oh, i don't like okc's that too i'm you not don't? a big fan of the oklahoma city jersey really i don't like that teal color whatever okay. that is i think they should change it so like cla- what about the classic teams though that, that have never changed like celtics bulls knicks lakers see the celtics are the one team that have switched it up they'll go black jerseys sometimes or they'll do you but know, they still have gold. their greens and whites yeah. yeah um the knicks i think is just such a classic yeah, you know that either with just the New York or Knicks across the front, I, I kinda, think that's so classic. For me, it's kind of the Clippers. It's, I just kind of think they're boring. Yeah, I think I think the Knicks is one of those. That's man, pinstripes almost. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really when you see that orange and and blue, then I think there's only a, a couple teams you can really connotate that with. Is that's your Broncos, and that's a little you know darker blue now. Um, and they're supposed to be getting new jerseys too, right, Jesse? Aren't they working with Nike and they're going to get like a full Seahawks rebrand? I remember reading that somewhere. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's going to be like because they haven't they had those changed. Ninety eight, ninety nine was when they switched from the old D with the Bronco in it to the new 
horse head. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to go like full Seahawk rebrand, which I'm pretty excited about. I love their jerseys, but I, I just I like seeing what cool things yeah. these design companies come up with for for jerseys. I'm glad the Wizards went back to that that classic bullets kind of design. See, I thought that was really cool because the the Wizards Michael Jordan the like actual cool. magical wizard stuff yeah. was weird. That's what I would like to see out of the Broncos. Maybe bring back the old logo, just maybe modernize it just a little bit. But um, I I like the old look. I always have like the old look better than the new look that they they came out with. Um, they're like yeah, I believe it was like ninety eight oh, ninety nine. Yeah, the Atlanta Hawks jerseys. Oh, the ones that just say like ATL, ATL. brutal. It was. Yeah. Those aren't great either. Raptors aren't great, um, but then again, the Raptors logo is kind of stupid. Um, I like the Raptors. You got though. some blasphemous stuff right here on the on the Bridgeport Beers text line. Old school Nuggets jerseys, the worst in in history. No, no. those are dope. Are you serious? They're so classic eighties cool looking. Those are tight, man. I love those. That's, that's one of my favorite jerseys. Actually, I had a, I had that design with the Carmelo Anthony when back when I still wore jerseys in like two thousand four. Oh, the old school Nuggets one? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, uh, we got a break. Coming up next, let's get into some of the audio from Pac-12 Media Days and react to what Gary Anderson and Willie Taggart, the Beavs and Ducks coach, respectively, had to say. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan, but here is Jesse with sports. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 9.34 here on your Sunday morning. Sports Sunday here with you. Mike Lynch, Rashad, Taylor, Jesse Osmond till 11 o'clock. We have our next division to preview in the NFL. We're just a mere six weeks away from the NFL season. We did the AFC East started off last week. We will do the NFC East this week at 10 and 10 15 i'm thinking about getting a new cable package just so i can get the red zone for free mm. that sounds like the best idea you've had yet i mean i'm thinking about it but i don't still don't want to pay and then as soon as as soon as my year subscription is up i'm just going to be like oh you know i'm going to go ahead and cancel the cable i don't need it have you not had cable for a while it's been a minute it's been a little over a year now which i've noticed for in my pocketbook which I don't actually keep, so I'm not sure why I just said pocketbook. But <laughs> I guess in my wallet, I've I've noticed Good save. Some, yeah, I guess. I mean, in my wallet, I, I found a few extra shekels, so I think I should be should should be good. But it's just kind of one of those things. Like it's the biggest bill that I have every single month. I hate it. Yeah, I I mean, I I agree. It's it's a high bill. More I than just, my power. I just I like my having, air conditioner on. I like having TV. And I mean, I like having cable and I like having access to all the sports channels and I like it being convenient. I don't I, I understand that it's probably cheaper to go ahead and get like two of those services that are out there. You can get like the Fire Stick or you can get Hulu TV or whatever it is. And you could probably get almost everything with that. But like this is just I one remote. I find the channel. It's easy. I don't know. Whatever. And uh, plus, I, I like the the ease of having like the little sports guide pop up on the Xfinity and I can flip around and stuff. I, oh, there's nothing like the, you know, just be man, what's on. I'm going to try to watch a movie or do, you know, order a movie for that matter. Like there's obviously that, that part is great, but we live in the day of Roku and my man, just somebody just text in sling TV. I don't want to say it's my man. Cause it might be a, a one. Could be. Yeah. It might yeah. be. So <laughs> my person. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. My person. So 
I don't know. It's just one of those things. Now that football's starting, on a, and I did this last year too, it was like, a, and there's something to be said about having to go somewhere to watch the game. There's positives to it, but there's negatives. There's to it. a lot of negatives to it. One negative is while I'm not paying for cable, I'm paying for beer and breakfast and, you know, lunch at these bars. Because you're there for like six hours, right? Exactly. So that's kind of the, the bad part. So it might be just a better idea just to go ahead and get cable again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you could. And it, it just gives you it gives you options. And yeah. and life has options, and I, I like to explore those. I don't, I don't know the... I don't know how much it costs for the red zone package. Like you get red zone with other things. I think I don't, I don't remember. Cause I got it like three years ago and I haven't looked back. It's going to, did you ever watch red zone? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know if you yeah. had it or not. Cause I know Jesse doesn't watch red zone, right? Or do you red do zone is the I, best invention ever? Cause Jesse said he liked to watch the single games. I do which is, like the games. Yeah. Yes. If my team is playing, yes, I'm going to watch my team. Play. Yeah. But if it's one of those things to where my team won't play until you know, Patriots fans, so it's very plausible my team was, won't play until five o'clock, five thirty on on some Look some, some over here. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, you guys are Broncos fans. Pretty chance are pretty good that you have afternoon games. Uh, well, know? okay, so I look at this guy. Right typically, here. what happens is, so I'm here for a lot of Sundays, right? So I do often watch the red zone over what's on TV because we have either Coin Six's game or we have Fox's game, and that's it. Now, if it came down to between, and we do get red zone here, right? We do, yeah, yeah in in this room, not not everywhere, but we we get it in this room. Um, now, if it came down to, I could watch the red zone or Direct TV's. You can choose whatever game you want to watch. I'm going to choose DirecTV's whatever game I want to watch. The Sunday ticket. Yeah, I can still whip around if I want, but I can watch the game I want to watch. Because typically, to be honest, when it, when it comes down to it, unless it's the Broncos, there's a lot of fantasy implications, and I want to watch the game that has the fantasy but implications. that's why I watch Red Zone, because at that point, like, it'll show me if my guy just yeah but you know, what scored. if your your guys on a crappy team that they don't really show like often like a lot of fa good fantasy players one of the reasons they're good is because they're on a crappy team and they're the only good player so it's they don't get a lot of run on the red zone well, and you no, want to know their what's highlights going on will with pop that guy up. red zone will show all the games that are close so if a crappy team is in like a 15 or 15 well, i don't know why i said that a 20 to 17 game you'll see a lot of that crappy team I'm going to go ahead and say two-thirds of the time last year I was watching Red Zone, I was frustrated because I was not seeing the player I wanted to see. Like who? I'm just curious because I, I, I agree. There's there's When a game gets out of hand, they stop showing it. Yeah, somewhere. if anybody that plays for the Jaguars, anyone who plays for the Browns, um, Melvin yeah, you Gordon. Gordon. you're not going to see a lot of, you know. Oh, yeah, the Chargers were bad last year. Yeah, the Chargers yeah. were bad, but Melvin Gordon was good. Now, granted, they do give you your updates. This is what's going on, but I mean – like, if, if Gordon rips off a run, they'll do a quick, you know, hey, check out this, like, 30-yard run Gordon did, and then they'll go back. I want to see how Gordon's running. Like, I, I, I want to see. I don't know. Red Zone gives you the ticker at the bottom about who's doing what. Yeah, in it updates just, you on the points. You know how I found Adam Thielen last year? And red Adam zone? Thielen gave – no, not because of Red Zone. Oh, okay. I was sitting at a bar last year, and red I was zone? watching a game. I was watching a game on um, Monday night. It was early in the season, and I watched. 
like there was three well, different plays. Monday night won't get ruined by Red Zone. Well, I know, but this is what I'm saying is like I if you watch a game, like if you're watching a game, you get to see all of the plays. Like you don't see Adam Thielen highlights on the red zone. You have to watch the game to see that he runs really good routes. He lays out for the ball. He has good hands and he's um, deceptively quick. And then you go, oh, this is a guy nobody knows about. And lo and behold, yeah, four weeks later, four weeks later, all of a sudden, the fantasy football world's like, who's this Adam Thielen guy? Well, if you see that four weeks earlier, then all of a sudden he's on your roster yeah, and you're I, not waiting for four weeks for that guy to be. But I know, think it's just hard touted. to sit through uh, Jaguars. Uh, Browns game just to watch. Well, if you have nothing you know. on it, and that's once again, if, yeah. if you have no, fantasy no, saying, implications. If you, but if you have fantasy implications on either team, it's like, I'm still watching crappy football. Well, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, and I think that's the part about red zone is like, even though it's still crappy football between the Yags and the, the Browns, like, you can at least see those scoring moments or those, you know, those big plays or whatever the case is. I don't have to sit through 40 minutes of, of crap before I see the big 40-yard gain. But know? if DirecTV is, you know, what I'm saying, like, then you get to choose. Yeah, you can the, go around. Which the is good dope. game. I like Direct, you, I like DirecTV, actually, you know, I mean, no, no offense to anyone else, but as far as Red Zone, I think theirs is better than, I guess. Uh, Ooh, I don't. I don't uh, think so at all. Oh, man. I just the, the, the ability, like Jesse was saying, oh, no, no. to go ahead and, oh, oh, and sorry, go sorry. and choose your, choose your game. DirecTV has their own Red Zone channel. Yes. With a different guy. Yes. Not just flipping around. No, the no, they, not the, no. See, that, that's that part the best the of both worlds, right there, is because yeah. you can do both. You can I just do something that shows you everything. It reminds me love, of the sports book. I don't love the DirecTV's guy. I love Scott Hansen on the NFL Network. Scott Hansen is really good. Red Zone, he's really good. He is really good. You just kind of wonder. You're like, is he just standing there with like? Does he have a bathroom right below where he's sitting? Like he never gets well, to do leave you notice, all day. Do you notice that occasionally there's three minutes where they will just keep game audio on? Yeah, that is true. That's when he's going to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, a text here on the Bridgeport Beers text line. Uh, I'm not going to watch a crappy game for three hours just because I have a guy on the roster. I. I'm not saying you have to watch a crappy game for three hours. I'm saying if you want to watch a crappy game, you know, uh, if you want to watch a better game, you can. All I'm saying is the power is in your hands. You don't have the power in somebody else's hands. Yeah, like that's good. what I like. I at the am bar, lazy. I don't want that because power. at the bar, the power is definitely in someone else's hands. This hey is, man, can we get this, this game right here? Oh, sorry, they're watching. It, no, I got to move chairs. Yeah, this is like you get to keep the remote control. All right, that's what I, I'm the guy that likes to keep the remote control. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we also just, this came across, and we totally blew through that segment of audio that we were going to have. We'll do it next. Um, I just saw this on uh, SLC Dunk, which is the SB Nation site, like Blazer's Edge for the Jazz. Uh, their fourth Nike alternate is going to be a gold to orange oh, gradient. Who is this? The Jazz. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Because it's, uh, because the, one of the colors of the state with like the rocks is called Moab or something. And they're going to use that color with a gradient similar to we've seen in some of the other jerseys they've done. So obviously if it's done well, it'll be really unique looking. So uh, keep an eye out for some pretty crazy looking jerseys this year. I'm excited. Pretty crappy looking jerseys. Well, you don't know sure. if it looks like yet. I'm just saying. Gold to orange gradient could look badass. If, if there are pleats on the shorts, I'm already. There's no pleats. They're pleated. Yeah, granddad shorts. There are pleats there. And they're all tight and stuff. I'm stubborn. Please. Coming up next, audio from Gary Anderson and Willie Tiger from Pac-12 Media Days. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Pac-12 Media Days was this week. Isaac and Suk were down there 
uh, on Wednesday and Thursday. Talk to every coach. Talk to a bunch of players. Talk to Larry Scott, etc. Um, you know, we won't spend too much time on it, but I did cut a couple of audio clips up from both Gary Anderson and Willie Taggart to kind of do a little reaction to what they're talking about for this coming year. Where do you want to start? Ducks or Beavs? Uh, let's start. We can start with the Beavs. All right. We'll start with the Beavs. And uh, Gary Anderson talked about the way that the offense is going to look this year. Now, remember last year, Iffy at the quarterback position, ran the ball a lot. Ryan Nall was very good. I think they had a, a spree in the Civil War where they did like 21 straight run plays mm -hmm. or something like that. So this is what his idea is for their offense this year. Our, our goal is to come in and basically be able to play with different paces. So we really want to be able to play at the different paces that offenses play. It may be fast, it may be huddle up, it may be look over scenarios. And I think that's going to be an important part of our offense. There's definitely going to be an air raid simplicity feel to the, to the pass yeah. game. I would say that for sure. Um, but it's uh, also going to be with the way we play because we want to we run the football. We sure. want to be physical. We want to be 60-40 um, at the end of the day. That's interesting. Air raid simplicity. That's not something I would have imagined to hear for the Beavs, uh, <laughs> frankly, ever. I mean, Mike Riley didn't run any offenses like that. And uh, But Gary Anderson last year at, at one point said he was interested seeing all these high-flying offenses in the Pac-12 and trying to adopt a style that had some similarities to that. It's really hard to win in the Pac-12 if you're running the football a lot and everyone else is passing and scoring a bunch of touchdowns. Well, unless you're Stanford. Unless you're Stanford, yes. Yeah. Because their defense is also amazing. Uh, Oregon State's defense, not amazing. They're they're good, but not great. And they uh, they should be better this year a little bit. But I, I think it's very interesting that they're going to do a kind of a, a full smorgasbord of offenses. They're going to run the ball a lot, but they're going to have air raid styles. And he said they're going to have different types of paces throughout the game. And that's really interesting because generally you don't, you don't really see that. You either see a team that's really fast all the time, right? And we're seeing that a lot in college football. Or you see ground and pound style because it's a good counter. But generally, I feel like you don't see this true balanced offense much anymore in, in college football. No. Uh, I think teams specify so much. And I, I guess that kind of you know makes sense, especially here in the Pac-12. Um, quarterback play and receivers are, are are everything. And then you move to the SEC and these defensive and offensive linemen that are, you know, that typically shine there, you know, sometimes running back. You look at, you know, the the Big Ten and it's typically defensive guys that end up kind of coming from there. So it's as you look around the the landscape of college football, like every conference is different. And Oregon State was just the one school that never really caught up you look at Colorado and what they were able to do last year offensively then you look at what Washington State has been able to do offensively like Oregon State's really the last one to the table like St Stanford like we just like you just said Stanford's gonna ground and pound it you know but they got the big guys up front to where you can ground and pound and still win you know eight to ten games you know every single year Oregon State doesn't have that so I think there's a big question mark is okay how do you how do you have balance, you know, because you don't seem incredibly balanced, at least not. We don't know much about you. We don't know much about uh, Jake Luton. Is it Luton? Luton? Yeah, Luton, I think. Jake Luton. Luton or Luton, yeah. We'll yeah. find out when they first play. <laughs> yeah, so we'll find out everything when, they, when he hits the field. But for now, all we know is that he's a redshirt transfer, you know. So we'll, we'll see how that looks. We know Jordan Villeman is a stud. So you know you have a guy that can help you with this whole air raid thing if you, if you really plan to move that way. We know Seth Collins can be a really good receiver. So you have things in place that that say that you can make the step to be 
a really competitive, balanced team. Ryan Nall, uh, you you throw in a, a, a Thomas Tyner, and then all of a sudden you're looking at a team that looks like they could compete well, in the North. Let's go there next. Anderson talking about Thomas Tyner. You know, Thomas was – he has good relationships with a lot of kids on our team, um, and he just lives down the street. And so it was just a, a conversation that had come up that he reached out and uh, wanted to potentially – Hey, this made me want to uh, play again, and I was all for it. Uh, he did what we asked him to do. He did it the right way. He went about the process. He did his schooling and got that taken care of. He's been with us in the whole summer, and he's been really good. He's uh, it's it, the best thing I would say with Thomas is it's it's fun to see a kid get an opportunity to end it on his terms. Whatever that's going to be, he's going to tell the story. Um, I hope it's a really cool book and it has a fun end, uh, fun uh, ending to it. But he's uh, he's a good leader for us. He's played at some very very the highest game there is this in this um, college level for us. Is playing in the championship, winning championships, doing all the things that he's done uh, on the field. And he was on some great teams. And, and he doesn't carry that with the cockiness. As I've been there, I've done that. But he does carry that with the hey, uh, this is how this is how you have to work to get there. And that's been good for our team. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Thomas Tyner does because. Obviously, played at Aloha, was amazing here locally, went to Oregon with all this hype, and never really lived up to it. He had some very – he showed flashes, right? He had mm -hmm. good games. He had great runs. He showed flashes of it. But, you know, he, he had issues where he wanted to bounce outside all the time. He wouldn't run inside the tackles. He got hurt a lot. And you're at a team like Oregon who has great running backs, three of them a year, essentially, because they, they recruit them all, and they're all really good. Um, and then he got passed up by Royce Freeman and Tony Brooks James, and it just didn't work out. And he got injured, and he wanted to retire. He wants to, he got the edge for football back. He's coming back to Oregon State, but he's coming back to a place where Ryan Nall made himself the starting running back last year. Ryan Nall was also on with Isaac and Suk, and he was saying that they almost moved him to linebacker. And then he played running back one game, and he ran for like 170 yards. And they went, well, I guess you're going to stay at running back then. And he's been great too. So I'm curious, is, is Thomas Tyner going to be stuck again, or – is the fact that Thomas Tyner went to Oregon, was a highly rated recruit, going to help push him up the depth chart quicker at Oregon State? Because, I mean, uh, say what you want, Oregon State doesn't have as good of players. So uh, what what's going to happen to Tyner? Um, it's really weird. I, I, I think that he it, – it's tough. If, if he can if he can stay healthy, and I think that's the, the first thing. You know, you're looking at a kid now who's uh, – I think Tyner's, what, 22 at this point? So – uh, probably a little little bigger, a little smarter than he was when he was at Oregon. His first year as a Duck, he had nine touchdowns. You know, he had seven, a little over 700 yards. The second year, he had five. You know, but in the second year, a guy named Royce Freeman came in and just completely took touches away from everybody. And Royce Freeman is going to go down as one of the best, one of the best Oregon running backs, you know, of all time. And you mentioned the fact that Tyner, who has blazing speed, like all-world track speed, you know, he liked to get to the outside a lot. And sometimes that's, that doesn't work when a lot of the, the people on defense are just as fast as some of the guys on offense. So if he can be – if they can figure out a way to really use him, maybe it's in uh, punt returns, kick returns, you know, maybe it just – just give him – put him in, an, in, in, a, in a 
environment to that he's comfortable. So put him in in space and let him work because that's what he's really, really great at. When he was trying to run through the tackles at, at Oregon, it just wasn't working. Number one, the offensive line wasn't very good right, that was in the first place. So that kind of made it a, a lot harder for him to do what he wanted to do. But I think going to Oregon State with a, a, a new um, lease on life, so to speak, so he can go out there and, and really show these young guys how to work. Uh, he and Ryan Nall, I mean, just based on name alone, that that could be a really good running back tandem in in the Pac-12 North. So Oregon State's going to be challenging for that six-win bowl season this year, and uh, it's going to be good to have both of them I don't see there. why they can't. Uh, we're going to pick just one tagger cut here. This one I thought was really interesting about what was going on culture-wise when he got to Oregon this year. Just talking with a couple of guys, I just felt like there was a team that didn't, didn't play for each other. I didn't think all the guys really liked each other. I mean, these guys got to love each other. They go out and, and they train every day together. Uh, they beat up on each other every day. And when they come game time, they got to look out for each other, you know. And, and I didn't see that when you watched the, when you watched the film or when, when I was in the building not seeing guys around when I first got there. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? You know, this beautiful building and nobody's in here. You know, so um, how do you change that though? How do you get well, people to care? Well, you you got to create that 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 environment, that culture. I mean, we we have dinner together three nights a week, you know, and and our coaches and our family, uh, we have our family over one of those nights, so our players will be around um, our family as well. You know, they get to see us be husbands and, and fathers, and and uh, we make them have a breakfast check every morning. You know that again fosters them being together and getting to know each other. They can't get to know each other; they're not around each other. You know, and uh, so that was important that we, we get our guys around each other as much as we can. And not just them, but coaches as well, you know, because it's, it's going to take all of us to do it, not just our players, but coaches as well. And uh, we as coaches got to come together if we want our players to come together. And, and we got to show them that we're we're locked hand in hand. I just it's interesting. My, my favorite part about that was he showed up and nobody was ever hanging around the, the facilities, you know, those multi bajillion dollar facilities that have um, everything that every Those player art would museums want. of yeah. facilities yeah where they have game rooms and barber shops and places to hang out and they were just no one was there so that that should speak volumes as to what had happened last year where it just kind of quickly just collapsed the entire i don't want to say the entire program but last season collapsed um so if you if you look at it and what he's doing, I think it's great that he's that he's hosting hosting these dinners three days a week, and one of them they bring their families there. I think it's great that uh, that they're that one of the other players, Troy Dye, was there, the, the linebacker, the great young linebacker, was saying they had Madden FIFA tournament and they've done they've gone out to Top Golf and they've done all these things together as a team. He's basically doing team building exercises just to make sure that they actually spend time together, and I think that's I think that's really smart. Absolutely. And I hope to see it working on the field because you you kind of got the vibe that nobody really cared last year. It was just uh, just get us out of here. It was a vibe. different it was a different Ducks vibe last year. That confidence that we're used to seeing from all those kids and those coaches uh, just wasn't there, and it, it showed. You know, we talked about it all the time. It, they they just don't look like they want to be there. They just look like they're not trying to compete and. That's exactly what Taggart said. And so I'm. it's all about culture. That's a word that we hear a lot in sports because it's really important. We talked a little bit about the, the Cowboys a little earlier. We'll talk about them later. Is They have this culture of getting in trouble, of arrest and drugs. That's just who the Cowboys are as a culture, you know, and it starts from the, from the, the head down. And so I think that's where it has to be. 
Mark Helfridge was the oh gee golly, heck, you know, we'll just you know, we'll try our we'll try to compete and we'll see. You know, Taggart's coming in saying, No, we need to be family. We need to be close and you know, family's gonna fight, but we gotta go out there and, and be down for each other. And that's how you change a culture. And I mean, that can only mean good things for the ducks. All right, coming up next hour, we will have Hate It or Love It as always at 1030, but we will continue our NFL divisional previews with the NFC. East. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.